0: You know, since there's been much discussion about furloughs, I thought I'd take this time to explain what a furlough is and how it relates to the airline industry and what you should do if you're facing a furlough. But before we start, a few announcements. Uh, If you have any questions, comments, inspirational stories or announcements, please write us at feedback at aviationcareers.com podcast.com we could really use some inspirational stories especially during these uh, tougher times Uh, say it's something that's simple as what you're doing uh, when you're while you're facing a furlough etc i'd love to hear those things or if you've been through a furlough before like i have etc so please go to uh, aviationcareerspodcast.com click on uh, feedback there also uh, if you're interested in the scholarships guide the scholarships guide i think it's prescient right now especially people are having a little bit tougher time with money it's only ten dollars one year access we update it every month And don't forget, through the generosity of others, through our Pay It Forward campaign, you can actually possibly get a free scholarships guide. Use the coupon code, all one word, pay it forward. And if you're interested in helping out, become a patron, And for every $10 that we raise, we give away one scholarships guide. Not only does that money help bring this content to you, it also enables somebody to possibly get a scholarship and also move forward in their career. It could be life-changing for somebody. So uh, also thanks, shout-out to the folks that have uh, been patrons this month, Brian, Kenyon, and Shay. thanks again for all your support and what you've done for the Pay It Forward campaign. Current edition right now as we record this uh, is uh, March. It's uh, 56 new scholarships in the guide, 10 updates and uh, a new category called scholarships for adults. You can find out more at aerospace-scholarships.com or click on the scholarships tab at aviationcareerspodcast.com. Another announcement, you know, since the downturn in the industry, I've been getting a lot of uh, questions, uh, help is needed in their in your career and counseling, etc. Uh, i think i announced before that our rates were going to go up we've decided because of this our rates are going to stay the same for now again it's 75 dollars for a coaching session and we're going to keep it at that rate until we get through all this Uh, and we can make it through i know we can believe me Uh, so if you want to learn a little bit more about what we do for coaching whether you're somebody that's transitioning from a military career you're going on term leave you want to figure out what to do during that or you're somebody who's getting started Change of careers, and uh, career 2.0, an encore career. You want to know what this means for you, these trying times, and what you should do right now. Just talk to us. You know, it's it's uh, only seventy-five dollars for a one-hour session. I do understand that a lot of people are uh, telling me that they can't get in my schedule and uh what i've been trying to do is maybe take some more time to help out i've been uh remember i said i was actually not working seven days a week uh we're gonna have to go back to that again so i do take one day in the office so sometimes uh, i can schedule during that period while i'm flying though i don't actually do these coaching sessions because i am flying so much lately uh because again There's some short staffing, et cetera. uh, And and it's kind of interesting and people are like, well, why is that happening? It's because uh, certain flights are canceling. There's a lot of last minute changes. Airspace is closing uh, periodically, et cetera. Uh, and by the way, if you hear the airplane noise, I forgot to mention, I'm actually here at the center of Lakeland Linder International Airport. Uh, if you do taxi by, sometimes you see me there. I am in. Uh, um, I usually broadcast, and sometimes I'll broadcast. I usually record right here uh, at the center, right near the green dot. If you want to know where, where I'm at, it's near the green dot is where I record from. Uh, right now, I have an Apache that's kind of taxiing right now, and uh, pretty cool. Twin engine aircraft, uh, it's just so much fun to be out here, to be able to see the airplane's flying and by the way general aviation is still flying you know we talk about social distancing during this period Uh, there's there's a lot of that going on and and the reason that people using ga is you know what better way to distance yourself uh, than taking your own aircraft to wherever you're going seeing a lot more movement especially in the in the corporate world it's sunday right now by the way while i'm recording and i will say one thing it's been pretty eerie uh, not seeing anybody out there uh, on on the roads, etc. Another thing, too, as an aside, uh, I'm actually flying five days this week. I uh, just had my my flight th- this morning. The reason I'm actually recording right now from the airport, my. Turn, in other words, I was supposed to do a turn. I actually got uh, regaged, um, different equipment. And what does that mean? A different type of airplane uh, is being used. Uh, I fly an Airbus A320, 321, and uh, it was too big for that because there weren't that many passengers. They decided they're going to go ahead and uh, put a different type of airplane. So I actually not going to work till 10 o'clock tonight. And I have an overnight actually in Newark, New Jersey. I'm pretty excited. I get to go see my brother and stuff up there. One of the wonderful things about this job. But it's eerie going through the airports. I was in. Newark yesterday. I was, uh, you know, Orlando it was in, uh, where else? I was in Tampa. I've uh, been to a lot of different airports, JFK, and it's kind of eerie seeing the, the empty airports. We're going to get through this, by the way. Uh, I, I know we will, uh, but the most important thing for you personally is take care of yourself, take care of your family. We're going to talk a little bit about that. Um, anyway, one more announcement before I get started on what a furlough is. Don't forget to go to our YouTube channel. Let me know what you think. This gives me an opportunity to talk to you directly. Um, I, I kind of wish I could get out there and talk to you face-to-face. This is my way of doing that. So what we're going to do is some of the questions that are written in, I'm answering them on YouTube. So if you wrote in, you're expecting to hear it here. It might just be on the YouTube channel. I need to get feedback from you, and, and I want to know, do you still want me to answer those questions here, or is it okay that I put those on the YouTube channel for you? For instance, I have uh, one YouTube video. It says, are you afraid of networking because you're from another country? Uh, are our scholarships uh, – uh, available for people that are looking for a part-time career, uh, a descend via the Muscle 3 at Minneapolis, those kind of things are, are out there. So, by the way, there goes uh, 172 taking off right here. Runway 9 over at Lakeland Airport. Again, it's exciting to hear that airplane noise. Also, don't forget, too, I know a lot of people ask me questions about Sun and Funding. I know they had a career fair there and what's going on with that. Um, we, I did a whole podcast for Stuck Mike Avcast. I have a link. It's episode 234. It's in the show notes. Uh, go over there, take a listen to that, uh, get the updated information as far as what's going on with sun and fun. I know a lot of people look forward to these air shows because it's become a great resource for careers for you. So that is something that I really want you to take a look at and just keep updated on as to what's going on with sun and fun and other things right now it's postponed. It, you know, whether it's going to be canceled or not, that's another decision they have to make. Well, on to our regular show. You know, one of the things I wanted to do is, in this episode, discuss furloughs and what is a furlough as it applies to the airline industry. But first, let me tell you a little bit about my background. And one of the reasons I started this podcast was that there was a lot of misinformation about airline careers. Back in 2001, I'm a big believer in volunteering, and I decided When uh, the attacks on September 11th happened, I wanted to do something. Even though I was furloughed uh, September 24th of that year, I was uh, furloughed from my airline for over two years. It was called Continental Express. I decided I wanted to give back, and I couldn't figure out a way to do that. I was really in an industry when I had a consulting firm where I would actually place people in jobs and stuff like that I was like gosh how can I use this how can I use this knowledge and I said hey I know I can help people find jobs in the airline industry even though they're furloughed and had a little experience with international trade as some of you know international food trading business and I said let me let me put that to work and boy I tell you it was it was very satisfying but it was it was very, it wore me out a little bit. So what did I do? I went to the union. I said, hey, listen, I want to be the furlough representative uh, for Continental Express, and I want to help you guys out. Uh, I'm, I'm pretty decent at doing this. Uh, how can I help? And they said, listen, we need a furlough rep. You're it. Uh, I got started right away some days working 12 hours a day. It was uh, kind of interesting at the time. This guy, is, is named, a gentleman who was named uh, John Prater. Uh, He actually put me in place as the furlough rep uh, for ALPA, for Continental Express. It was the first time they actually had an apprentice member in the position because, as an apprentice member, uh, I was putting myself out there at risk because, remember, uh, in the unions, if as an apprentice, you're not protected really, quote unquote, by the contract. Uh, you are, but you're not, and and they can you know, terminate you for any reason. So they said, you know, you're taking a risk doing this. So I said, well, you know, it's something I really felt was important. So had hundreds of pilots, uh, over 400 pilots that were uh, in my purview that I was responsible for. What had happened is because I was out there finding jobs for the furloughed employees, and really most importantly, what I did, I felt, was communicating to the furlough employees and to their families as to what's going on, what's going to happen, uh, what is a furlough, what are my rights are, and that's what we're going to get to in this podcast. I did that from 2001 until 2013 uh, when I was actually picked up by the airline I'm with now. People have been asking me, am I going to go back to doing that? Uh, I don't know. It will be, be a huge uh, change in my lifestyle because uh, right now it's uh, it's it might get a little bit busy with uh, furloughs, and furloughs. The furlough rep, by the way, doesn't just do furloughs; they do leaves of absence, and they do furlough mitigation. Another big part of my job there. So, trying to convince the airline to do things like reduce flying, et cetera, and we'll get to that. So, I did that from 2001 to 2013, and uh, I've seen many different contracts. I wound up branching out, helping United pilots get jobs, uh, Continental pilots, and all these other major airline pilots, and formed a lot of relationships overseas. Uh, Flybee was one, China was another. And I know as I'm speaking, people are thinking, wow, those are two places you can't get a job. Flybee's is now out of business and China is not hiring at all right now. I, I work a lot with some of the folks uh, that do hiring and you've, you've heard them on the podcast here. Just do a search on China flying and you can you know talk to those people. Uh, you can look at their website, but I mean, they pretty much announced there, there's no hiring happening right now. It's going to be a little while before that happens. So Anyway, let's let's start with the actual information that we're going to talk about as far as the furlough. Let's talk about, first of all, what is a furlough as it applies to the airline industry? What is a furlough? In the airline industry, a furlough is an involuntary leave of absence. A furlough is an involuntary leave of absence. Uh, most people are used to the word being laid off if you've been in other industries, most of us are actually, you know, protected by a contract. We use furlough. And even if you're not, a furlough works both ways. It's good for the employee. It's also good for the company. That leave of absence, it, it means that you're not employed anymore. Okay. So, you, but you have rights to come p- back to that business. And that is something that really is important because actually you have a number, And uh, if you've seen some of the numbers, I mean, guys were furloughed for 5, 10 years at other majors like Delta, United, etc. Does that mean they were out of work? Not necessarily. A lot of them got other jobs flying for other airlines, startup airlines. And when they got recalled and they felt they were safe enough to go back, they did. We'll talk a little bit about those recall rights. But first of all, if you're facing this, you know, what should you do? And that's one of the biggest uh, questions I get. So let me address that. Number one, you should in general, as an airline pilot, be planning differently than any other industry. Because remember, we're the first to, d- to decrease in size and the and the last to actually increase in size. We're the first to get hit and, and the hardest to get hit usually be, and then the, the last to come back because a lot of flying is discretionary. Even in business, uh, non-essential flying gets cut out of the budget. You know, if you're going to go on a vacation, you might cut that vacation, especially during a downturn in the economy. Two big hits in this in this instance right now during the coronavirus, and that's what we're talking about now, uh, is in this time frame. But if I'm talking about furloughs in general, we're getting two hits now by the economy, and also because of this virus, people aren't flying because they're in an enclosed area. So you're seeing less and less people on the airplanes. So we have a double whammy there. And uh, so, what do you do if you're facing a furlough? Hopefully, if you've heard me on the show, saying, "Listen, you got to you got to plan it out financially." Keep money in the bank as much as you can. As an airline pilot, I believe in keeping six months to a year. Uh, I do a little more than that usually. Uh, I've had up to two years of expenses in the bank. If you can do that, what does that mean? It means that you have to operate like a business owner. You have to have a ton of money in the bank and leave it there and not go out and spend on anything. I drive a car that I have paid off for years. I'm not buying a new car. I don't need any of those fancy things. I don't have. I have a less expensive car. I'd rather have the money in the bank because of this situation. And I know, and I know this is probably a little late for some of you to hear this, but remember this. Remember what's happening right now. Uh, so that's what you should do if you're facing a furlough. Another thing I want you to do, and do me a favor, is I want you to remember what's going on right now, and I want you to tell your story 10 years from now, and and tell people what it was like to go through a furlough. And some positive here. Think about this. Ten years from now, we're gonna say, "Oh yeah, that was, that was a tough time, etc." It's kind of like having a having a, a cavity or having a sickness, etc. You'll we'll actually get through this, and you're gonna look back, and it won't seem as bad looking backwards. Seems really bad right now. Here's an arrow taking off right now on uh, runway nine. Again, exciting to be here at uh, right at uh, Lakeland-Linder. So if you're facing a furlough, uh, I know that was planning in the past. What are you gonna do right now? A big thing I believe is communicating. Communicate with your family. Communicate with your friends. Tell them what's going on. Tell them that there is that possibility of furlough. We need to cut back. Uh, it's not happening right now, and it's hard to not, you know, not scare your family and your friends. But another thing you need to do is reassure them that everything's going to be okay. I mean, if you're a pilot, you used to be in the pilot in command, be the pilot in command of your family and say, listen, you know, we will make it through this. We will make it through these trying times. I know a lot of people aren't sleeping. Uh, I know my wife's having a tough time sleeping. You know, I've had to that that talk and say, hey, listen, we're fine. Uh, We have X amount of dollars in the bank. We have X number of years of money in the bank. Uh, We could basically retire if we really, really had to. It would be a tough retirement, but we could if we had to. Um, You know, I'm towards the end of my career. Uh, It's tough for those people starting out, um, but it's going to be okay. For you that's in college right now, remember, you know, you just have to continue doing what you're doing and and continue moving forward. Here's an old Piper Cherokee just taking off right now, uh, right off runway 9. Uh, really classic 1960s uh, mid 60s Piper Cherokee so again the you know if you're facing a furlough prepare you know brace 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 as they say and again another thing I want to talk about is uh, you know now if you're furloughed you know or or actually let's go back let's talk about how long furloughs last and uh, that's another question I'm answering a lot of questions people have been asking me about furloughs if you're looking at how long a furlough will last Nobody knows. Nobody every, No one can ever predict how long a furlough is going to last. I will say from my many years of experience doing the furlough work that normally uh, the company and everybody likes to use an upbeat tone. And normally the furloughs last usually twice as long as, as what they expect. Um, I've heard that from a lot of different airlines. And, and For instance, our airline said, hey, you'll come back in six months. My furlough went for two years. Uh, it's we really plan in that respect. So if you are furloughed, immediately start looking uh, for another job. Uh, but how long does a furlough last? We don't know. And remember on this podcast, I've always said the airline industry is like musical chairs. You know, you're all looking for these jobs. And as the music's playing, it's wonderful. But once the music stops, that's it. There. And what's happened just now is the music has stopped and we are no longer having any hiring at a lot of the airlines. I know some airlines say they're hiring right now and they're still continuing on, but that's going to have a trickle down effect from the majors. A lot of the regionals obviously getting hit really hard. They're hit hard, you know, on the opposite side with the you know, the shortage, but uh, they're hit the hardest, too, when it goes the other way, because a lot of those flights are canceled and uh, and reduced. We've seen two regional airlines go out of business. Uh, and then, again, the, the airlines that aren't quite as healthy or have contracts that might be changing, they're the ones that uh, are usually uh, hit the hardest. And, and my heart goes out to you. That's for sure. So as far as how long do they last? Plan on the last, uh, and this is just me, stay on furlough. Don't give up your furlough rights, but plan on a furlough to last at least two times as long as they're estimating at a, at a corporation, uh, and maybe even longer. So start looking for a job right away is what I'm trying to say. So now you're furloughed, and I know some of you have been furloughed. What do I do? Some of you have been laid off. Uh, no chance for return because your, your company's actually shut down. Not even a furlough. You're, it's, it's over. So now what do you do? First of all, the one thing I want you to do is don't panic, take a deep breath, and I want you to spend time with yourself and your family and reassure them that everything's going to be okay. That is the most important thing you can do right now. I know it sounds strange, but that's more important than going out there, getting your resume together and looking for a job. Start today to talk to your family and talk to your friends and say, we will survive this and we will move forward. We will make it through. I know a lot of you are looking at, you know, large expenses, et cetera. And, uh, you know, one thing, I'm sitting here at the airport, lots of birds around, and, you know, I've always looked at the birds and say, you know, here's a bird that, that doesn't really store up much for food, et cetera, but somehow they make it through every day by going out there and finding food. It's, and and sometimes they have a tougher time than others. But I want you to do the same thing. Realize, have that confidence that you will make it, and you're going to do anything you can to take care of yourself and your family. If you're somebody who's single, it's a much different story. You need to feed yourself, need to keep, you know, uh, a roof over your head, etc. cetera. So make sure you keep doing that. So when I was furloughed, uh, I don't like to use this term because I, I don't really think it's true, but you know how people say you lived out of your car, sort of. Um, I really, you know, it was a tough time for me. I What I did is I put boxes in my car with all of my clothes and my aviation items Packed it up, and I decided I'm going to go anywhere I can. I was single, um, and I would go anywhere for a job. So that was all my stuff. What would I do when I got there? Have I slept in my car? Yes, I have. And I know a lot of tricks about how to park in a parking lot and sleep in your car, et cetera, overnight, so you're not noticed. I understand about the whole Walmart parking lot, so kind of things. But really... One of the things that I want you to do is is think about how you can save money. So what I did is I would rent rooms from people, uh, and that's what I would do on fur- when I was on furlough. And that's true with anybody that's not making a lot of money, especially initially in their career. The next thing I did is I got everything in order. When you're furloughed, and you're you're going to have to get hired again somewhere, right? So what you want to do is you want to update your resume. You want to make sure you have all the requirements to get a job. Say you're looking at things like your your passport. Is it going to expire in the next six months? Go get that thing renewed. Is are you in need of updating all of your requests, your pre-request or your 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 um, FA background? Go ask for your records, FA records. Update your logbook. Update your resume. Update your cover letter. Look at your background too. Remember, they're gonna, when you get your next job, you're gonna have to do a 10-year background check. Some of you have been working for eight years and now you're on furlough, so now you need to get that in order too. Get the list of places you've lived, get the list of places you've actually worked. Have all that together. This is just like when you started getting hired at an airline. We go. This is what I go through in the coaching, is what are the things that you specifically need? As a matter of fact, I just got an idea. I should do a video on that. What you need to do to get hired, I should do that one. Um, But make sure you have all those things. Um, The other thing, too, is, again, having that positive attitude. Just keep moving forward. Get new ratings while you're on furlough. There's avenues for that. Look for scholarships. There's scholarships out there. There's actually state resources, especially during downturns. The unemployment office, you can actually get some training uh, that will actually put you towards another job. A good example is during furlough. Uh, When I was furloughs, a lot of people got their 737 type ratings, their Airbus type ratings, because then they could apply to some of these other jobs for people that were still hiring. Uh, like a Southwest and stuff like that, where you needed back then the 7-3 type rating. So there are some avenues for training, uh, for uh, additional jobs, et cetera. Look at what your state has to say. There's some misconceptions during furlough. I think we're going to go um, you know, over a lot of that here and how a furlough works. As far as when you're on furlough, yes, you can uh, get unemployment. And remember, you're, you're unemployed. You're not working at the company anymore. So when you're on furlough, You are, you no longer, and there are some exceptions that, you know, the company allows you sometimes travel for a certain amount of time. But now you have to hand in a lot of stuff like that security sensitive information that we have as airline pilots and as flight attendants. You have to hand that information back in a lot of times. Sometimes you don't, depending on on the furlough. Uh, Your badge, you have to hand in your badge. You no longer have the travel uh, available to you. Depending on the type of furlough, you know, it all the rules are all different at different airlines. But traditionally, it's usually for every, and as far as pay is concerned, for every uh, year that you're employed, a lot of furloughs, uh, they'll pay you for a month uh, for every year you're employed at the airline uh, why, when you're furloughed. Those are the kind of things you got to look up. So make sure you look at your contract and not listen to the, those things that I'm telling you here, but listen to what's in your contract find out what exactly is in there by the way uh, kind of a looking up in the sky here and just looking at a seaplane actually going by right now it's a sea ray uh progressive aerodyne really cool uh aircraft to go fly another thing you could do go out and get yourself a seaplane rating get a scholarship just like the some of these people are doing it to, to move forward uh, in your flying life it looks better on a resume add to your reading ratings get more degrees if you can get some assistance from the government do that um but one thing I want you to be careful of, and this is something I want to stress. When you're furloughed, some people change their state of residency right away because a lot of times they'll go. Say they're working, they're from New York. They go work in Texas, say. And they're in Texas, and that's where they get furloughed because that is where they're working. When they go on furlough, get, they look to the unemployment office in Texas, and there's some things that are available to people that are unemployed in Texas that aren't available in New York. They, want, they look for those. They look for, say, say the government's allowing people to get their type ratings. There's a good example. And that happened. Now you go to apply for that. But what you've done is, in the meantime, you decided to move back to New York. And I saw this happen a lot. Now you're a resident in New York. So when they ask you for your state of residency and you say New York, and they do your background on you, and they say, well, you're not eligible because you're not a resident here in Texas. So be careful when you decide to change your residency when you're furloughed to look first for what type of benefits you may have when you do get furloughed, so make sure you do that. So that, there's a couple misconceptions, but please do that because I saw that hurt a lot of people on the last couple of furloughs. Uh, and and the other thing too, as far as you know, other misconceptions during furlough, big misconception. And believe me, I had to deal with this a lot. So please, please don't do this. Realize this that. You're responsible for being a pilot and keeping yourself current, right? And what does that mean? That means you have to keep your skills up. If you're furloughed for two, three years and you come back to work, just remember this. The airline is not going to retrain you to fly an airplane. They expect you to know how to fly an airplane. So what happens on every single furlough is people come back from furlough. They haven't been flying at all And I understand you gotta you gotta, you know, make money for your family. Some people went back and started went into work in the military, et cetera, they didn't keep up their flying skills. Well, what happens in training? They don't make it through training. And if you don't make it through training, now not only are you you're no longer on furlough, you're actually fired. Or you resign. Usually they give you an option. You're either fired or resign. If you're fired, you get unemployment. If you resi- resign, you don't get unemployment. That's the big difference there. So I don't want that to happen to you. One, there is you know, one part of that, of this situation that that was good. And this is something I negotiated when these things did happen, is if you are fired because you did not make it through training, one thing that a lot of airlines will do is this. They'll say, listen, we like you. We want you to come back. But we're going to give you six months off. We want you to go out. And the biggest reason that people don't make it to training is their glass experience and their instrument flying experience is bad or been, uh, you know, put off for a while. And a week is a better way to say it, very weak. So what I want you to do is go out get some training and come back and reapply. They usually come back, they reapply, and and they get their job back. It's on a case-by-case basis. If you're someone that they don't like, they're not going to offer you that. They're not going to say, hey, listen, come back in six months after you've gotten some, some glass training, get your instrument skills up, then come back and fly again. They may not offer you that. So be careful and uh, don't burn your bridges. Please don't burn your bridges during this period. When you're leaving the door and you're getting furloughed, you know, I know there's a lot of emotions happening, but be very careful what you tell the CEO on the way out the door. If you see the CEO or your manager or whomever. Because you can say the wrong thing that'll stop you from being employed in the future. And don't let that happen. Because I want you being up there like that guy flying right now. I want you being paid to do that. Okay, let's let's go on to the next topic here. And that is, how does a furlough work? How does a furlough work? And that's the next question. So, first thing that happens on a furlough is nothing happens. <laughs> what do I mean by that? Well, First thing that we do with a furlough is we exhaust all other avenues before we actually do a furlough. Remember, it costs the company money to furlough people, and it costs you money to furlough people. There's a lot of people at the airline that want time off, so they offer what's called colas. Colas, what is that? C-O-L-A. You're going to hear that term a lot now. COLA. That's a company offered leave of absence. They're going to offer leaves of absence. You know, and I don't know if they've, uh, this person shared it, so I'm not going to say who it is, but there's people that have actually, that you've heard from that have taken a leave of absence of five years and went out and got degrees, multiple degrees, and went into a whole nother field, but came back to being an airline pilot. And I'm going to try to get some of those people back on the show. So they'll do that. They'll go on leave of absence for five, six, seven years and and then go get another degree etc so you see people that that do that they may be in a different financial situation maybe it's a um you know their spouse is working saying now they can take a leave and go back to college etc so you'll see those type of things happen the next thing that happens besides a cola cola, COLA um is early retirements. i can't tell you how many folks i fly with that say gosh i wish i could retire now you know, I'm ready for retirement. It's another 12 months. Well, to accelerate that process, the company usually offers people early retirement. Say, hey, listen, you got so many years, we're going to offer you early retirement. You're going to give you these X, Y, and Z benefits. Uh, we're going to allow you to travel for the next 12 months as a regular employee. Then you'll go to the status as a retired employee. What do I mean by that? Uh, when you're traveling, uh, non-revenue, travel, non-rev they call it, uh, you have a seniority level and also a level, class level, where you're actually going to uh, be the person in line You know, as far as getting online for that that one seat that's available. Say there's 10 people waiting to get in that one seat that's available on that flight because you you go on standby. It's only seats that are available. It's based on your seniority. It's also based on your travel class. Many, when you're a retiree, you're at a lower class than you are as an employee. Remember, the employees have to move around because they're uh, commuting to work. Retirees don't have that schedule. So that's another reason you bump down to that type of a level. It's like a buddy pass. You've heard about buddy passes where your friends and family can fly. They fly at a lower level than we do. Uh, I'm not going to get into some of the terms like SA, whatever, because a lot of airlines use different terms. But remember that they're going to ask you to leave and possibly give, do some uh, flying and using your benef- full benefits, possibly. Uh, the other thing that we do, and it's happening right now, this is the one biggie, is reduced flying. One of the things that I, was, I negotiated on my last uh, contract was called reduced flying lines. What is that? Remember, we're hourly employees. We're paid by the hour. We get a, a minimum number of hours. Say it's say it's 75 hours. They may ask you to reduce to 25 hours, or say 50 hours, right? And we did things like that. We did 40 hours and 20 hour lines. Uh, there's some restrictions with that. You know, they don't allow you to pick up other trips. You know, they want to reduce their the amount of money going out the door. But the benefit for you is you get time off that you want. The benefit to the company, get this, and this is a big benefit. It's a scalable workforce. So w- why is that? What do I mean by that? In other words, say you're flying still, so you're current. Remember, we have currency in the airlines, and as a pilot, we have to have a certain number of takeoffs, landings, approaches, etc. You're a current pilot. So say, say all of a sudden that everything turns around. It happens pretty quick sometimes. Everything turns around. Now they can cancel all those reduced flying lines instead of saying to people, "Hey, you can only fly." 40 hours. Now you can fly 75 hours. Uh, you've actually doubled your workforce very quickly overnight without having to hire one person. And it's really a good thing for the company to do reduce flying. It's good for you and for the company. So those are the things, by the way, leave of absences, early retirements, reduce flying lines. Um, The uh, time off, temporary time off, usually a month at a time time off, uh, you know, for rest and relaxation, whatever you want to call it. There's all different terms for it, but they'll give you temporary time off, usually enough that it won't make you, you know, go past all your currency and allow you to keep flying. I know there's guys in some of the bigger planes that fly overseas that go, you know. They're not current all the time. They have to go back to the simulator and fly. This is different. This is, you know more for the, the you know, single aisle folks where they got to get their three takeoffs and landings in 90 days. So that's what happens there. So now, all that's done. We've gone through the COLAs. We've gone through the early retirements. We've gone through the reduced flyings. And now what happens? Well, we still need more people off the payroll. And we don't have enough flying for them. Um, and flying is block hours. Those are the number of hours we fly in a month, that kind of thing. That's how we base how many people we need to hire. I'm not going to go into all that math right now, but remember it's how many block hours are in in a month that's important. Uh, Block meaning from the time you shut the door to the time you open the door when you're flying, that's how you're paid. Uh, If they reduce block hours, then they're going to have to reduce flying. So this is what happens. Then there's a real furlough that happens. They announce a furlough, maybe it's 10%. Usually you see a 5, 10, 20% furlough from the from a uh, f- you know, a pilot group or a flight attendants or other type of employees. What happens there? Everything in the in the airlines is based on seniority. So they go in reverse seniority order. So the last person in is the first person out. Last in is going to be the the first out. So um, You're going to actually, if you're just got hired last week, you're probably going to be the first person out the door on a furlough. That's why I'm saying if you see that happening, you need to start planning for that. So they'll take people off the list in that direction, uh, and then they'll continue on until they get the number of people they, and it just goes out. Basically, you're unemployed, that kind of thing. You have what's called recall rights. Those recall rights uh, last for a certain number of years, and uh, usually it's perpetual. Some contracts are different. Uh, so look at again. Look at your contract with your company. How long your recall rights are for? In other words, uh, say your contract says it's it. Your recall rights are as long as the airlines in business. Then there you go. Or if somebody buys you out as long as you're on that seniority list. You have recall rights. Some say it's only for five, ten years. Good contract. You know you'll have those recall rights as long as you're on the seniority list. Uh, that means that if they need pilots back, say when the economy gets better and when they start hiring again. You get recalled. Good example. I, I like to use this example. The TWA pilots. Remember, they were bought by an Ameri- by American. 9-11 happened afterwards. All those guys were furloughed off the list. Uh, those guys had recall rights, and gals had recall rights at American because they were folded into American. And some of them uh, recently went back, you know, Recent me in the past few years, by the way, uh, and have gone back to American. Some stayed at whatever job they are at. So what happens on furlough, a lot of these folks will get jobs at other airlines, and they decide, you know what? I'm not going to go back. So when I say recall rights, what does that mean? Another, another part of the recall rights is deferral rights. Recall rights, also you can defer your recall. Normally, the deferrals happen like this. So they do a recall of pilots. And what they do is when they recall pilots, they go in seniority order, right? So, so now they go from the bottom up. Now they go from up from the top down. So if you're the most senior person, you're going to get recalled first. Say there's 10 people on the seniority list, you're the most junior, you're furloughed first, you're recalled last. So that's why the more junior you're on on the list, the longer you're furloughed. The more senior guys not furlough as much. Makes sense, right? So you get that recall rights and you tell them, listen, you know what? And I did this when I was at my airline. I said, listen, I think someone else needs that job more than I do. Recall them. I'm going to bypass, bypass my recall. And uh, that means that you're not giving up your recall, you're just bypassing it. And normally what happens in most airlines is you bypass a recall and they go through the list. They keep going and calling people back. Make sure, you make sure. by the way, if you bypass recall, you don't know how long that might be because we've had bypass recalls that we thought were going to be six months turned into a year to two years for some people. So be very, very careful when you bypass that. Uh, So then if you don't need the job, let somebody else come back, they come back to work. Then say they recall everybody that's junior to you. Then they come to you and say, listen, you have to make a decision. This is your recall. You have to show up to work in two weeks you have to make a decision. A lot of times it's 2 weeks that you have to make a decision and sometimes another 2 weeks till you have to come to work. Now you got to give whoever you're, you you got to make a decision fast. So keep thinking about this one if you're on furlough. You got to make a decision. Are you going to go back to the company you were just working for or are you going to stay where you are right now? Cuz a lot of times you get a job while you're on furlough. So that's a decision you have to make. A lot of times it takes a while to go back. Another some other provisions and some contracts you can actually continue your deferral. Sometimes they allow deferrals longer um, and you can continue on for years and years. But there is a certain point, and that again, this is contract specific. In your contract, if it says that you can defer your recall for up to 24 months, 30, whatever it may be, there's a certain limit to that recall right. And at some point, they're going to say, listen, this is your last chance. If you defer your recall now, you no longer employ with us. So make sure you listen to that and you listen to the instructions and you look at your contract and you don't defer your recall the last time they have to notify you say listen this is your last last chance and you come back so you get recalled and you're back to work that's great again reverse seniority order is when they furlough you and in seniority order is when they call you back The other thing, too, is on furlough, let's talk a little bit about pay while you're on furlough. When you're on furlough, it's just like being on on unemployment, so you can start collecting unemployment right away. Uh, You go to your state for that unemployment, and the other thing that happens during a furlough is uh, companies will offer you to use up some of your pay. Uh, Some people have, what do I mean by that? Some people have paid time off. They have vacation time. They have sick time. This is a liability to the company, and sometimes they want to use that up. And we actually negotiated that too, is that, hey, if you if you want to use that, you can, just so you can get paid during that period. And they did. You know, Some people used their vacation time. So say, for instance, you have four weeks of vacation, and the first four weeks you're on furlough, you get paid. So that kind of helps there. Also, say you have a ton of sick time, a ton of paid time off. And uh, some people, gosh, they have months and months of paid time off saved up in their bank. And they go ahead and, and use that. It reduces the burden on you as far as you know, your pay is concerned. But make sure you do apply for unemployment right away. So you are unemployed, you're no longer there. So also, uh, opportunities while on furlough, there's a lot of opportunities out there, training opportunities, etc. cetera. Uh, I believe in, do not let the grass grow under your feet and get out there and start looking for jobs. Uh, something that happened this is how a furlough works. If you go to an airline and you try to get a job, they're going to ask you, are you furloughed from another airline? Do you have recall rights? And you have to answer yes. Do not lie on your application, by the way. seen that happen, you get terminated within training and that would be really bad. So don't lie on your application. If you are furloughed and you go to another job and you, there's opportunity for you, let them know you have recall rights at another airline. They're probably going to hire you if they think you're going to be there for a little bit. Uh, and... It's good for them because, you know, those junior people, that get off the list. I know there's training costs involved, um, but even with those training costs, if, say, you're going to stay there for a few years, uh, they may make their money back. It all depends on the airline. It could be a couple years. could be um, months, depending on the, on the situation there. Uh, so look at those opportunities while on furlough. So that is, that's how the furlough works. You get those opportunities to go work at other places, even though you're on furlough, and then you can get off unemployment. Uh, If you do go to work, by the way, as a flight instructor, usually flight instructors are paid on an hourly basis, and you won't be able to... You'll collect unemployment, but once you go to a, over a certain amount of money that you make as an instructor, your unemployment's going to go away. Uh, I actually... I, I always wanted to say I never wanted to collect unemployment. I actually did for six weeks my in my entire life. Uh, but that was because I went back to being a flight instructor, and we made such little pay. It took that long, even as a full-time instructor, to, to start making enough to, to get the money, you know, have the money uh, offset the actual unemployment and then I wasn't unemployed anymore part time jobs that kind of thing they're out there you just got to keep on looking Um, anyway let's talk a little bit about what you should do now depending on your situation if you're furloughed you should constantly be moving forward looking for a job take care of your family etc this is a time that's really really trying for all of us and it's important to know that there's people out there that want to help you your family wants to help you your friends want to help you I will say one thing I want you to do is, and this helped me a lot, go out to the airport, go to a small airport, watch airplanes take off and land. Maybe go flying with some people. I mean, that that's a good thing. There's a lot of folks out there that'll take you up flying. If you're a flight instructor, of course, you go flying with somebody. Say, hey, do you mind if... If we do this as a dual instruction, so I can log some time, get some currency, can I get my landings and those kind of things? Uh, a lot of people do take advantage of you while you're on furlough, knowing, hey, you need the flight time, and they're going to say, hey, I'm not going to, I'm not going to pay you anything. It happened to me a lot. People are like, well, you just need the flight time. I don't need to pay you. It's like, no, I need the money. I got to pay my rent. So that happens often, especially on furlough. A kind of a double whammy there. So what you should do right now, depending on what situation you're in, if you're not furloughed then start saving up get ready brace get ready for this this possible furlough tell your family everything's gonna be okay but be be very careful that you don't burn bridges and that you keep moving forward you know one of the things that people ask me is how do you stay so positive during these trying times I you know I've had some really big you know downturns in my life you know some of you know I've uh, started a business and you know had a, you know some some real struggles at first and then came back with a roar. Things were wonderful. Uh, but one thing that I realized is no matter what, if you are in the depths in the crevasse and you're in that valley, there's two ways to look. If you're in a ditch, if you're at the bottom of the bottom, you can either keep looking down or you can look up. And that's a choice you need to make. And my choice was to look up. I want you to turn around, not look at the muck and the mire. I want you to look up at the sky and I want you to think about what's next. Keep thinking about what you can do to move forward. You got to stay positive, but to do that, you have to have a why. You have to have a reason why you should get up in the morning and why you should keep going forward and keep moving forward. Realize that you are important and what you're doing is important in life and to survive anything, we need to make sure that we have a, a real positive attitude towards ourselves and realize that what I'm doing is important. For me, it means going to work. There's people that rely on me. I have people that live in my house. I have people that I have to feed, uh, I have to keep the lights on. That's going to keep me going. That's my importance in life right now. It's also something I can do. I can give back. Here's a great way to stay positive. I'll tell you, it worked for me, and you've heard me say it. Volunteer. There's always somebody out there that's in a worse situation than you are. I decided to become the furlough volunteer. I was on furlough, unemployed, working 12 hours a day for free as a furlough <laughs> coordinator, and I absolutely loved it. Did I forego a lot of pay? I sure did. Did think people thought I was crazy? Yeah, I heard it all the time. My family, they're like, "What are you doing?" I said, but you know what? It, it brought so much wealth to me personally, more than I could ever have gotten in money. So that is the more than I could ever receive financially. So that wealth is still built up inside of me. The different relationships I built up, the ability to help people, that was more important than anything else. So remember this, there's people out there that are in a much worse situation than you are. Think about volunteering. That's a great way to stay positive. There's many different ways to do that. There's so many other ways to stay positive, but I, I need you to keep thinking wh- who you are. You're very important. What you do is very important. Your career is important. Your family is important. Please do that. Here's something else I want to leave you with, and, th- and this is important to me. This is the reason I said this. I'm going to keep doing this until I, I can't do it anymore, until my voice is silenced, is that we will, we will be here for you. Our team here at Valeri Aviation, which is both Aviation Careers Podcast, Stuck Mike Avcast, all the other videos, the career counseling, the scholarships guide, the courses, we're all here for you. From everybody here at Valeri Aviation, everybody here at the podcast, we want to help you. If you have a problem, reach out to us. And believe me, I know it's hard to get in touch with me, especially right now. The amount of emails and calls I'm getting is just flooding in. Alicia, my assistant, tries to get back to you as much, as quickly as possible. I try to get back as quickly as possible. That's why I'm taking a day off in the office to answer emails uh, and do as much as I can responding in social media. But no, we'll be here. If you have a question and you wanted to answer it on here or you want to look for some information, feedback at aviationcareerspodcast.com. Reach out to me. Check out our YouTube channel youtube.com slash expert aviator that's our blog was expert aviator that's how i got started in this whole podcasting world i was writing articles there and we are trying to put more videos out to keep you positive and to give you advice and answer your questions you get to see me and i get to see you ever so often on these videos some of the people write in make sure you you do that make sure you go out there and and look at all the different things that are out there But the we, who's the we? It's us at the podcast, it's us at Valeria Aviation. It's also us, the podcasting world. There's lots of great podcasts out there as far as staying positive in these trying times. And we will get through this. Remember this, and I'm I'm a good example here for this. I have started a business in, in almost every recession that has been since 1985 and have done very well with that. And the reason being is, during that period, I had to act lean. And I remembered that. And I remembered to act lean during and and be lean in my business, even when things were going really, really well. My desk in my office was a $50 desk I bought from uh, a general actually in the army uh, who was getting rid of a desk out of of his garage. And one of the things you need to do is realize what's the most important thing. It's not how nice your desk is. It's what you can do for other people, and it's really paying it forward to other folks in your life. If you're someone that wants to help folks, like I said, you can go click on pay it forward, help somebody get a scholarship, maybe possibly get a rating who no longer can pay for it on their own. But do something. Make sure you try to help other people. Help yourself. But we're going to be here for you. If you have questions, feedback at aviationcareerspodcast.com if you, and but the most important thing i want you to remember is this no matter if you're somebody who's facing furlough if you are somebody who's on furlough if you're somebody who's a student you're in your just starting your career you're in college you're looking at a career change this is career 2.0 this is your second career. It's an encore career. This is a part-time career. No matter what it may be, do something. I want you to do something today, whether it's listening to a podcast, it's researching something on the Internet, whether it's going out and reading a book, it's going out and volunteering, helping out, going to a Young Eagles, help people fly, etc. I want you to do something today to move forward in your life, in your career. We'll be here for you. We'll talk to you next episode. Safe flying.